Welcome to the Death Kit Show. Let's go. To all my listeners, please go to thedifferentbook.com and pick up a copy of my new children's book, Different. 10% of every book sold goes directly to the cystic fibrosis charity, Emily's Entourage, which is searching for a cure for a unique mutation of the cystic fibrosis gene. I recommend Different to children ages five and up. Growing up as kids, we sometimes feel like we don't fit in with everyone else, whether it's our curly hair, a mole or freckle we don't like, being too tall or too short, the list goes on. Different teaches kids that we all have our thing and everyone is different, which means being different is normal. I'm very excited about this book and want to give as much as I can to Emily's Entourage, so please pick up a copy for your kids or grandkids or friends' kids and help me spread the word. Check out thedifferentbook.com for all the details. And if you haven't yet, please rate this podcast five stars and leave a review. It all really does help. to the GK Show. Fun music at the beginning. Yeah! Uh! Hope you're having a good day. Let's start the pod. All right, two days in a row after months off. My consistency, I've got to say, off the charts, off the charts. So I just tried to buy a gun and I failed. I've been trying to get a Mossberg uh, 500 or a Remington 870 pump action shotgun i was on a plane this is how this is why i want the mossberg 500 i was on a plane months ago and i was sitting next to this guy was in first class i got bumped up right and then this guy sitting next to me this is like the best time to get recognized i definitely am not famous at all uh right two people listening just kidding um (laughs) but i used to be on tv and stuff so some people every now and then uh, it's less and less, obviously, because uh, I'm not on TV currently. But some people would recognize me. Uh, even when I was on TV, I, was on a, I wasn't on any like, like, hit shows where it was like, oh, yeah, you, you, <laughs> you can't walk through an airport without getting mobbed. It was never that, right? But uh, people would recognize me. So this guy recognized me who's sitting right next to me in first class. And my plan was to sleep on that flight. But this guy was military. And he was like, hey, man, he goes, you're a comedian, right? And I was like, whoa, yeah. And then this is the best. You don't want to get recognized. Sometimes I get bumped up to first class. You don't want to get recognized in a middle seat, okay? Because sometimes, depending on the airline, I don't have status with some of them. You have to fly some airline. You don't usually fly. You're just in some shit middle seat. and You don't want people to go, hey, aren't you that guy? (laughs) What are you doing in this row 37B? (laughs) What are you doing back here? So... It was cool that I was in first class. So then he probably thought like, that's that guy. He's rich. Oh my God. He flies first class all the time. I was not going to tell him that I don't, but uh, he was military. So I started talking to him. Uh, You know, I support the troops, grew up in a Marine town 
And uh, so I started talking to him. He knew who I was and he showed me on his phone. I thought he was kind of like messing with me, but uh, maybe saw me on like uh, where, wherever I was leaving from. I thought maybe he saw me on uh, at a show, but he knew who I was, was, I guess. Because he showed me on his phone. He was like, yeah, look, he, and he's on my website. And I was like, oh, yeah, man, that's me. <laughs> So anyways, I started talking to this guy because about his military career and how he was in Iraq and he was telling me about all this stuff. And then we're just drinking together because we're in first class. So my whole like, I'm going to take a nap, something good for me. I'm going to sleep on this flight so my body can recharge, turned into talking the whole flight and drinking, like pounding. Me and this guy were just pounding bourbon and beers, I think. So he was a nice guy. And uh, I think I might have talked about this before. But it's been so long, who, who knows? So anyways, you know what's the worst too? Is talking to somebody on a flight. I don't care if you know them or you don't know them. You don't get to like adjust the turning of your neck. You have to, if you're the person's to the left of you, you're looking left six hours. You're looking left three hours, whatever, however long the flight is. That sucks. You don't want to just like look straight forward and talk to him. So I just had to keep like, when he wasn't looking or when he was going to the bathroom, I'm like just pushing my, I'm doing it right now, like pushing my chin to the right, you know, just pushing my face to the right, trying to like even out because my neck was so stiff. Anyways, so this guy, uh, he told me, I said, what's the best gun to get, like just for like to protect me at home? And he immediately goes, Mossberg 500. He's like, it's a tactical shotgun. I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, it's easy to use. He's like, you don't want something, you know, big or whatever, or a, a handgun if you're not trained close range like when you're in a house blah, blah blah i'm like all right cool man sounds good to me and then i got a neighbor who's uh fbi and he was he's a former cop and now he's fbi and he was telling me uh the monster 500 or the remington 870 he said they're pretty much the same thing but he likes the remington 870 because that's what he used more often and i'm like dude okay so anyways i thought this morning i was like you know what i go i'm gonna go and just order one so I can have it whenever they're back in stock because everybody's been getting guns because of everything going on. And so I go on BassProShops.com and it says that it's available to sh ship to a store, right? So it takes eight, nine days. I'm like, cool. I go pick it up in the store. The store's not nowhere near me. It's like an hour away. But I'm like, yeah, whatever. Cool. I'll do that, you know? I do everything. I put it in my shopping cart. They let me do that. I put it, uh, I put all my, my address in. I, I click all this stuff like, yes, I certify I'm old enough to do this and legal and blah, blah, blah. I'll bring my government ID when I come to the store. I'll, I'll do the background check when I come to the store. I'm like, cool, I'm about to get me a gun. And then at the very last minute, I type in my credit card info, everything. I click purchase, then something pops up. Insufficient inventory. Why does it say it's available on the site? Why did it just say out of stock immediately? Anyways, just wasted half hour of my time, 20 minutes, I don't know, 10 minutes, whatever. So I don't have, I'm still unarmed. So you break in, you're getting these fists, you know what I mean? These hands are coming at you. I did get my black belt when I was 12, so I'm pretty sure I can whoop anybody's ass. I don't practice anymore, but I got my black belt in Kyadoru, which is a form of Kenpo. So don't fuck with me, you know what I mean? I'll probably win if I'm in a fight. I've uh, never been in a real fight as a man. I was thinking about that. I was making myself food. And I was, I was just like punching the air when my food was warming up, you know? 
And I was like, man, I go, I bet those would hurt. You know, I, I got a snappy little punch. I bet that would hurt somebody's face if I punch him in the face. And then I immediately thought, I bet that would hurt my hand a lot. You don't think about that. You know what I mean? You don't think about when you're fighting somebody like, man, if I get a clean shot, yeah, I'll break my hand. Knowing me, I'll break my little brittle hands. <laughs> and that person will probably be like, ah, oh, my face hurts for two seconds. And I'll be like, well, I need a cast. <laughs> I need a full cast on my hand. My hand hurts. And I would like to stop the fight now. So anyways, think about that. What else? Okay, so I watched, I finished watching yesterday this uh, episode of Trial by Media. It's a series on Netflix where they just talk about famous court cases that were on TV and the whole like, you know, court TV coming about and everything. And the first one I watched was about, oh, what's the name of that bar? I can't remember the name of the bar now, but that movie, The Accused, with Jodie Foster, was based on this. Was it like Dan's Dan's Tavern or something, something like that, where the girl, the lady, got raped. If you saw The Accused with Jodie Foster, um, she gets, you know, she's having a good time at the bar, and then like these guys are just like decide to rape her. It's horrible, and then they like there's guys cheering while it goes on, and then there's like multiple guys who you know rape her or something. Anyway, so that's what the, the, the movie The Accused is based on. The real story is semi-similar, but also a lot different um, than what happened in The Accused. But, so I watched this other one yesterday about something I do remember when I was a kid on the Jenny Jones show. Remember when daytime talk shows were just the shit? Like, <laughs> remember when it was like, have you seen Jerry Springer? You gotta see Jerry Springer. Uh, like... Oh, man. So, like, Jenny Jones, they were all doing the thing. Salad, Jesse Raphael, Jenny Jones, Phil Donahue, uh, all of them. They were all doing this, you know, trash TV thing where, you know, everything was always, like, a surprise. Or people got to fight, like, hey, we got somebody here who wants to tell you that they're fucking your mom. <laughs> and then somebody would be like, hey, my friend Bob's here. And he's like, yeah, hey, I have to tell you, Charlie, I'm fucking your mom. And he's like, fuck you, man. And then they would fight, right? Or it's like, it was always something like that, you know? Someone's cheating or whatever. Or it's like, hey, uh, you're being reunited with a one-night stand and you have a baby you didn't know about, right? And then remember, Maury Povich turned in. Is that show still on? Maury Povich, where it's like always the paternity test, I think. So Jenny Jones, I remember this from being a kid. I didn't follow it closely, obviously, as a kid. But I do remember this. A guy, it was like a secret crush episode. And a guy had a, you know, a, a, his secret crush was this gay guy who he knew. And the guy uh, was not gay or whatever. That's like the, at least that's what he said on TV or whatever. So it's like this woman and the, I think her name is Donna. And then the gay guy, his name is Scott. And then the, the friend they were surprising was this guy, Jonathan. And so they told him, hey, like, you know, you have a crush. You want to be on this TV show? Your crush could be a man, it could be a woman, like it's all a surprise, blah, 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 right? By the way, if a show tells me that, I'd be like, yeah, it's gonna be a guy. Like how would that, why would they preface it with that? They're like, hey, you're straight, right? Okay, your crush could be a woman, it might be a man. It's like, okay, it sounds like it's gonna be a man. But I guess back then, you didn't have the wherewithal to know how trash TV works. So, um, anyways, uh, so what happened was, the guy comes out, and he sees two of his friends, hugs them both, and then they're like, yeah, Scott's the crush. Scott's your secret crush. 
And the guy's like handles it like seems like really well in my book, you know, like he's smiling and he's like, oh, and then when they say like the crush is Scott, he goes, oh, you lied to me. Like he's all like smiling and seems playful and everything. So then what happened was what I remember as a kid is that that happened. And then the guy who was, you know, straight, who the crush was on, he kills that guy. Like when they got back home, he kills him, like goes to his trailer and just shoots him. I think with a shot was a yeah, shotgun. Hopefully not the same type I'm planning on buying. That's not why I'm buying mine, by the way. I just want mine for protection. So anyways, that's all I remember the story. So I watched this thing. It's so interesting because the guy, the, the straight guy or whatever, I keep saying, I know this is not video, but I keep putting straight in quotes. There's a, they're saying that like this guy might have been secretly gay and they hooked up. What's weird about it is they all, the Jenny Jones show people were like, yeah, we give people like the option to fly home together. They could fly home separately. They all decided to fly together. Then, you know, there's all these stories from the people that are like, yeah, they hung out. They went to a bar, all three of them. They were drinking. Then they went back to an apartment. They were having like, they were like kind of partying. And then there was like this very brief moment. I watched it when I was working out. So I'm not like rewinding stuff to double check, but someone said that they hooked up like at the um at their little party they were having their little you know celebratory we were just on tv party i guess they hooked up that night they're like making out or something so then it was like oh is the straight guy actually closeted you know what i mean like maybe he's happy that this guy's a crush on him i don't know right then long story short three days later is when he kills him and here's the thing i didn't know because i only heard this as a kid they didn't even air the episode yet apparently so it's i thought like oh maybe once they started airing the episode this guy was getting razzed by a bunch of, you know, douchey dudes in town. Like, oh, hey, man, yeah, your boyfriend Scott. Or, you know what I mean? By the way, like, I just got to say, well, let me get this the next point out, and then I'll say this. Then it comes out, they show the trial of, for the guy. Then they show the trial where the Jenny Jones show, Warner Brothers, was sued for being, like, you know, basically liable and, you know, or negligent or whatever and causing this you know publicly embarrassing somebody it's very very interesting um uh and, and led to this violence right because <clears throat> they're just using people for money for their ratings so uh during that trial jonathan schmitz the guy who was the killer his dad took the stand and they were like asking him about what you know the phone call he had with his son after the taping and he was like yeah my son called me and said yeah, it didn't go so well for me in Chicago. Turned out it was a guy. And then the dad apparently said, like, you know, fucking faggots or something. Like, so the dad was one of those guys who's, like, super homophobic or whatever, you know, right? And uh, here's, here's, here's my point I was going to get to. I, I grew up where it was, like, you know, people are gay. People are whatever. Some people are black. Some people are white. Some people are Asians. People are gay. Some people are Hindu. Some people are Buddhist. Some people are Muslims. Some people are Christian, Catholic, whatever. Like, there's all sorts of people. And, like, I was taught to, like, hate nobody. So I grew up where the word I just said, you know, the F-A-G-G-O-T-S, whatever. That was, I was told, my parents told me, like, you know, you don't say the N-word ever under any circumstances. You don't say that word for gay people. You don't say you know, the G word or the C word or any of these words for Asian people. You don't say the S word for Latino people. Like you just don't say like any racial slurs, right? Or, or slurs that are just meant to, you know, be because of what's like who somebody is. Right. So 
I did not grow up with a dad and mom or in an environment where it was like, oh, these fucking gay people can't stand them, right? Like, I didn't grow up like that. But it seems like a lot of people do, right? Like, a lot of people. And all I'm going to say is, if your son, you can't, you can't act like that because this is the second person I know of who, because they had to, like, if, if this guy really was gay, I don't know, there was, like, some dispute about with Jonathan Schmitz and the Scott Amador, the guy he killed, if they really did hook up or not. But um, Aaron Hernandez, the football player, if you ever, see, like, listen, there was a podcast about his whole situation, and then there was a, I think there was a thing on, was that on Netflix? A documentary about that. And uh, it's basically the same thing as the podcast about it. But... Dude, Aaron Hernandez, the, the New England Patriot who, like, killed his friend and then he was on trial and everything, it turned out he was closeted gay and his dad was, like, super, like, I think he was Puerto Rican, like, machismo, like, eh, fucking, you know, like, gay shit, like, fuck that, like, whatever, like, grew, he grew up in that environment where, like, he couldn't be who he was. Dude, that's two guys, if this other guy, Jonathan, was like that, that had to suppress their gayness and then ended up, it turned into murder because their dads were, like, so over the top about it. I remember my good friend growing up, he lived around the corner, and his dad was just such a homophobic weirdo, dude. This guy, I remember sometimes they would drive us to school if it was raining or something. No, this couldn't have been raining because it was a guy cycling outside. Um, anyways, this guy, like, he was driving us to school one day, and there was a, a, a guy on a bicycle. He's on a bicycle, and he's in cycling shorts, you know, like those spandex shorts. So he wasn't just like walking around with twirlers in his hands, like sparklers, like, hey, I'm on the street in my bicycle shorts. He's on a fucking bicycle wearing bicycle shorts, right? And I remember Mr. Randall, the guy who's uh, my friend's dad, he's driving and he doesn't even say it to us, just kind of like says it. Like he just goes, looks at the guy and he goes, fucking fag. And I just remember being like, whoa, because like I grew up in a house where you never say that word. And I was just looking like, what is this guy doing that deserves that comment? Like, he didn't yell at the guy, obviously, but it's just like, that's insane, right? So I don't know if my, I, don't, I mean, I'm sure my, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure just seeing, you know, how he was growing up that my friend wasn't gay. But what if my friend was gay, dude? He'd have to, like, suppress all that. He might turn into some, you know, murderer. I heard he is a criminal, but um, I don't know. Uh, so anyways, you gotta just not do that, I think, right? <laughs> you can't you can't be that way because then your kid might like obviously there's just two cases there's a very small chance they'll be a murderer someday you know so uh very crazy story though the, very very sad the whole thing was kind of interesting because the guy who got killed his family and the family of the guy who did the killing they were like saying how like yeah we were like we sat together in court and like we it was just kind of like nobody won you know what i mean it's just like a lose 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 situation like the the jenny jones show eventually didn't get held liable for anything after an appeal the you know the guy who the, the guy scott obviously got killed which is tragic and horrible the guy who did the killing served 22 years and he got out in 2017, they said. I mean, just like all these lives ruined, right? So crazy, crazy story. Good show. Um, all right, here's this little real quick. And then I'm going to try this, this new little idea. I wanted to see if I could do like a recurring thing. Um, so I feel like sometimes my wife will be like when I'm texting my buddies or something. She's like, what are you texting? Like, what are you texting over there? 
And I feel like my wife thinks that I'm texting uh, my buddies like, man, other women, I'm so into other women. Aren't other women besides my wife hot? <laughs> like, I think that's what my wife thinks is going on. Not all the time, but I think she's just like, what, what is so important? What are you texting, right? And uh, just to, sh first of all, I'm never texting that. Guys are, I mean, I know at least me, we're just so dumb. Like I text and I make the, the dumbest jokes, the most immature, not dumbest, but just so immature. My buddy texted me the other day about a, a, a golf singles website that he's like, like I guess just exists, like, and he likes golf. So he's, I think he was saying, saying to me like, oh, look at this. Like, should I join this? And uh, it's like a picture of like some pretty girl like hitting a, a golf ball out of a bunker, you know? And I was like, yeah, man, no way that girl's on the site. And then he sends me this picture of a lady's profile. This lady says she's 30. This lady looked like she was 61 years old, right? And it says 30 on her profile. And he was like, yeah, no way this lady's 30. And then I said, well, she definitely was 30 at one point in the 70s, you know? And then... Her name was Wendy. This is how, how immature I am. I start texting my buddy and I go, hey man, I go, uh, her name's Wendy. <laughs> Tell her, I, I go, but I said, looking at, this is how it started. I go, looking at her age, I go, there's a really good chance she's Wendy from Peter Pan. I think it might be the same woman, right? Then uh, I said, <laughs> because it was a golf website, I said maybe, well, before that I said like, maybe she'll regrip your five wood. So I'm making like dick jokes about and golf club jokes, right? Then I said the whole thing about, I, hey, judging by her age, she might be the Wendy from Peter Pan. And I said, you should hook up with her and tell her that your penis's name is Peter and the your balls are the Lost Boys. <laughs> And then ask her if she wants it in her Tinkerbell or her Stinkerbell. Like, I am dying laughing as I'm texting this to my friend. And I said to my buddy, I go, isn't that so... I started saying like kind of what I said on this. I was like, I think my wife thinks when I'm texting and like laughing like or whatever. I'm just like, it's about other women or something. This is what I'm texting. This is what makes me happy. Stinkerbell. Does she want it in the Tinkerbell or the Stinkerbell? <laughs> right? Like, I think... That's hilarious. Peter Pan and the Lost Boys, Wendy. You know, you drop your pants. Who? <laughs> um, so then I started saying, I hope that I'm not, I hope that all guys are as immature as me, at least in their head. Maybe I actually text it to my friends, but I hope at least in their head they are, you know? But I, I hope that they just are in general, you know? Like I started thinking of people who are like looked at as really mature, you know? Like, wouldn't that be funny if, like uh, Barack Obama's got like a uh, a buddy from high school, and he's like, "Hey Barack, what are you like? I'm on this dating app, you know." And he's like, "Hey, her name's Wendy. Why don't you drop your pants and tell her, hey, my dick's name is Peter, and these nuts are the Lost Boys." <laughs> he's like, and and he's just cracking up, like thinks it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> hey, why don't you ask her if she wants it in her Tinkerbell or her Stinkerbell? And then he just thinks it's hilarious. I just hope that's a thing. You know what I mean? I'm probably wrong. I think I'm probably more immature than normal people. But whatever. Okay, here's um, here's something I wanted to do. Because if anybody still goes on Facebook, it is just insanity what goes on. People are just nutcases online. What is this? I need this site still up with this things to do. 
Oh, my fifth wedding anniversary is coming up. So stoked about that. So stoked. Gonna get away with the wife. The five year is the wood anniversary. I'm not gonna make a, another dick joke. I've done enough of those today. What is this? I don't wanna do this right now, Facebook. Okay, great. I just wanna read people's posts because they're all so weird. All right, here we go. I've unfollowed a lot of people. I think it's funny when uh, people lately have been like, I've been unfollowing people, blah, blah, blah. I've been unfollowing like crazy. It's like, good for you. Okay, great. Just unfollow. I unfollow people. I don't tell anybody like on Facebook. Why would you unfollow people on Facebook and then post on Facebook, I'm unfollowing people? Uh, so anyways, I just told you guys though, but it's different. Um, how, how annoying is it with all those things where people are like, okay guys, here we go. If you get the right answer, I'll delete it and I'll send you a private message. There are four ducks, five pigs, eight monkeys. Each monkey has a turtle in their hand and they're going to the river and there's one giraffe flying a plane. Uh, how many shits did I take this morning? Go. Uh, those are all fun. I got a couple of them right though. I do play them. <laughs> What? I love how I'm making fun of it, and then I'm like, I do actually fall into the trap. I did a couple of them, and I got them right. And that is a rewarding feeling when you get that message from somebody like, you got it right. I deleted your comment. Um, let's see. Come on. Did I unfollow all the people that are constantly whining about stuff and arguing? Oh, describe how we met using only a, a GIF. A GIF, a GIF. These are just... I might have unfollowed all the people. This this is gonna ruin all my my plans. Where are the people that argue about stuff? Come on. Okay. Did I really start? This is why I should have planned ahead. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, this one will have this one has comments. Here we go. If you get an argument with a Caucasian person about Black Lives Matter or immigration, do not mistake that for having gotten an argument with a Black or Latino person on either of those subjects. These people do more to hurt the causes than people. They claim to be standing up for than anything else. A lot of times these people are using these causes as an outlet for anger issues that have nothing to do with what they claim they're in support of. So this is from a buddy who I know, a comic who I know who's Latino, and he's shitting on the white people who are lame, and I, I kind of dig that. I do like, the, dude, the lame white person is a thing. I'm not saying all white people are lame. Don't get that confused. There's a certain type of person, though, who's like, uh, <laughs> that's why one of the things I know, you know, People are all sensitive about everything nowadays, but I fucking, I just, I gotta be me. The people, there's a certain type of white person, I've been joking around with some of my friends, it's like, did white people, some just figure out that black people have been treated shitty historically in this country? Like they just found out a month ago and they're like, what the fuck? And then they're like all guilty because they just found out, so they're telling everyone else, if you're not posting what I'm posting right now in this moment, then you're racist, because I'm not racist. <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure you are probably a little bit racist or something, because you seem very insecure about being racist or not. <laughs> I have no worries about whether or not I'm racist, because I know I'm not, but these people are just like, I'm not racist, because I posted this, and I posted this, and by the way, if you're not posting, I don't mind when people post whatever they post, like, whatever, dude, people... Have, have have at it, you know what I mean? Post whatever you want to post. I've posted shit in the past, uh, you know, that I, I, sometimes you get those memories, you know, and they pop up and I'll see a post I wrote and half the time I'm like, man, that's really funny. That was hilarious. I should have made a bit about that. And then half the time it pops up like you posted this eight years ago and I'm like, who the fuck was that guy? That was me, I posted that? Oh my God, that's so embarrassing. 
So whatever, but people post what they post. My point is I'm not proud of everything I've ever posted, I'm sure, or I know for sure. But um, post whatever you post, but the people who post and then in their post tell like a, a, a phantom group of people that they need to make the enemy, that if they're not posting, they see you not posting and you are bad for not posting what they're posting because they just found out about racism and they are not happy about it. <laughs> and it's not okay. And like people copying and pasting, hey guys, here's the history. <laughs> it's like, yeah, did you never fucking learn anything? Are you just now aware of this? Hey, did you guys know that there was redlining? Yeah, if, you, if you're not posting about it today, obviously you're in support of it because I'm posting it today. So you obviously support it because you're not posting right now, right now, this moment right now. This is what I think now. You need to agree with me now. Go now. Okay, you don't agree with me, you're racist. So here's, let's see the comments on Ty's thing. Hopefully they're argumentative because that was my whole point. Amen, nailed it, amen. What is going on? Spot on. Where are the arguing people? Ah, oh, this is backfiring on me big time. My whole Facebook plan to just read people's uh, like comments in the comment section where people... Oh, here we go, here we go. This one might be good. This is from a girl, I won't say her name. I know this girl and I actually hooked her up with a friend of mine and they hooked up and then he called me the next day and was telling me how like she was very cool but also like one of the weirdest people he'd ever met. So let's see her post. My Trump-hating CNN-addicted full-grown man of a neighbor screamed in my face as he was maskless when I entered a bar yesterday, me with a mask on, saying I wasn't welcome in this town because, quote, everyone has seen my Facebook post and his cat goes near me and he has seen me without a mask outside when ironically he is the one that hosted parties every night during the quarantine he got his spit all over me in my face at the bar while two spineless pathetic full-grown men suppose supposed uh, suppose supposed well, you got to pronounce suppose differently depending on where it is in a sentence supposed quote friends of mine watch the scenario scenario who am i scenario what what what's the scenario is it scenario with their smug, dumb faces, agreeing with him. Two-faced, delusional, media-addicted, non-critical thinking, hysterical leftists. I am so done with all of you. You are scary people with underlying hate issues, and humanity is going in a very bad direction these days thanks to your hatred. Well, there's going to be some comments on this. This is the plan that I had. Let's see. Um, this guy said, this town? Who talks that way? Except in a movie? Okay, whatever. Don't let these metal midgets get to you oh, that's so funny the guy's trying to write mental midgets and he wrote metal and then midgets m-i-d-g-i-t-s midgets is e-t-s um i don't understand why we all can't get along okay great wow come on i feel like everybody has muted and blocked people that they disagree with at this point it's like that episode of south park where cartman has his uh <laughs> remember he Cartman has somebody take out all the negative social media responses to his thing. So he just gets a, he gets a briefing every day, like a book of all the positive stuff. And everyone's like, oh, Cartman, you're so cool. Nice, sweet. Oh, Cartman, you're the best. Oh, nice, sweet. Oh, Cartman, you're awesome. Oh, sweet. He's like, oh, Cartman, oh, fucking, you're so handsome. Oh, fucking awesome. Like, so he never, he lives in a world where there's no negativity towards him. So funny. I think that's what we're all doing now online okay so let me see if there's anybody arguing uh this guy's talking about how spitting is battery if you want to file a complaint 
Give me a break. Did everybody just go into their own little corner now and there's no arguing on Facebook anymore? When the borders open, get on this chunk of land. At least you're welcome here. And it's a bunch of non-leftists here that I kick it with. Who's this guy? Where does he live? We fully support all the posts you make. This is crazy. All right, this is like a totally new thing then. I thought I was gonna, it was gonna be Facebook arguments was gonna be this segment. And now it's just turned into, I realized everybody has muted everybody or unfollowed or blocked whoever they disagree with. And now everybody's Facebook is Cartman from South Park. Oh, fucking sweet. You agree with me? Oh, fucking nice. All right, everybody agrees with me. Oh, this is great. I feel like the world's a better place now because everybody agrees with me. You know, it's funny. I remember, I don't, I'm not an expert on Buddhism, so uh, I might, uh, don't, if you're Buddhist or you know more about it, don't start yelling at me. But um, I remember the story of Buddha, Siddhartha Gautama, if I'm saying that correctly. He lived in, he was like a prince or something, and he lived in a palace, and like the palace was not allowed to have any sick people or old people. Um, so he never saw anything that was negative, basically, sort of like what I'm describing now, how everyone's creating their, their internet life. So one day he got outside the palace walls, and then he saw people that were old, he saw people that were sick, he saw people who didn't have money, like he saw people who, who were in, in a bad way. And then that's when he like went and meditated under a tree for like a long period of time. That's all I remember, but something like that. So basically we're all little Buddhas now, like before Buddha became Buddha. Jeez. Uh, okay, it's too positive on Facebook now. Now it's just like, what's the best thing to watch on Amazon or Netflix? Oh, whatever. I can't find one person. Ugh. Okay, you know what? I might need to just get out of this whole segment. Okay, guys, listen. What else? Oh, it's 11-11 right now. Make a wish. Okay, here we go. So, is there anything else I can talk about? Nine, did I talk about 90 Day Fiance yesterday? I don't know. 90 Day Fiance, I've got to say, there's a lot of people who are super pro-America. There's a lot of people that are, like, against America now. Or, I mean, always were. I don't know. But there's a lot of like that. I gotta say, the show 90 Day Fiance, if you haven't seen it, it's all about people getting a K-1 visa, which means they have they come from another country to America and they have 90 days to get married. And then obviously we get to become a citizen if they marry an American, all that stuff, right? That show is the best case. Like I'm not one of those people that's like, America, we're number one at everything all the time. We're, we're perfect. I'm not one of those people. I'm also not somebody who just shits on America at all. But that show, if you're trying to make the case that America <laughs> is awesome, look at the people who are willing to hook up with some of our worst, <laughs> just, or not worst, but like some of our least impressive just so they could become American because where they live is apparently so much worse. You know, some of these places I've been, but most of them I haven't. And it's like, it must really suck where you're from. If you're about to, there's a girl who was on, she's like one of the most popular people, I guess, ever on the show. She's on two seasons. And this chick from Florida, Nicole, uh, here's my thing. I know reality TV is not all real. I know most, most of it's fake and all this stuff. This chick though, just by like certain actions that did happen, <laughs> this chick has a daughter who's little and she flies to Morocco, okay? And she's huge, this girl's like huge, doesn't take care of herself. Her mom is like, you need to eat better. You know, you have a child and all this stuff. Doesn't give a shit, eats like a fucking pig, okay? And 
She goes to Morocco. This guy, he's not like supermodel or anything, but this dude's ripped. He's like in super good shape. He's like telling her like, oh, you should probably like eat better and all this stuff. She leaves her daughter for like a few weeks. Then she, then the next season she leaves them again. Right now, apparently she's currently in Morocco for like the last, you know, four months or something. Ever since March, she left right before the quarantine thing happened. That's like her excuse. But dude, she just left her kid again. And she tells her, she tells uh, every, I'm going on this rant about this girl now. I'm going too hard on her, but she goes in, uh, she, she tells her daughter to call the guy daddy, even though they're not married yet. He's still in Morocco. He hasn't even gotten the K1 visa. Like they have a rocky relationship. When she first went out there, they got in like a lot of fights and he told, he told her like he doesn't care about her and all this stuff she put she physically pushes them like it's it like it, maybe it works out you know what i mean people go through shit i don't know not every relationship is the same but she's telling her daughter call this guy daddy right and then she's so dumb she tells her family when they're like yeah we don't you know we don't really why is he calling or why is your daughter calling him daddy she's like he just she just did it she just did it and they're like well yeah you told her like call him daddy and then she's like yeah, but I mean, then she just did it. It's like, yeah, she's fucking like two years old, dude. And you're telling her what to call someone daddy. And then you're thinking like, well, okay, I'm not there. Maybe they are going to get married and they are super in love. And we're just seeing the worst of it for TV, right? And it's obviously a lot of smoke and mirrors because it's reality TV stuff. But uh, the mom goes, yeah, you told that other guy though. Like, you've, she, Apparently this girl tells like any dude she dates or hooks up with, she tells her daughter to call them daddy. What a shitty parent. I'm sorry, that's just like shitty parenting, okay? I remember I was, I was a girl I was hooking up with when I was 19, I think, 19, 20, and she was 29, and she had a daughter who was, I think, around five, and I remember being like, oh, when do I get to meet her? Like, I wanna meet her, and she's like, no, like, I don't, she's like, we're not dating seriously, and I don't just bring random guys around my daughter, because that's not good for her. And I was just young and dumb, and I'm like, come on, I wanna meet Blah, blah, blah. I'm a stupid dumb fuck like that was me right and she's like no like this is and as I got older I was like what a good mom you know what I mean like she was responsible now she's married to a Jewish guy I think I might have turned her um but uh yeah she like didn't bring random dudes around her daughter she didn't want random guys coming in and out of her daughter's life and I mean there are certain things you know, I don't know everything about everybody's life, obviously, and vice versa. So it's like, you're not supposed to judge. But there are certain things I'm judging. You know what I mean? You're a shitty mom if you're just going to tell your little tiny kid to call a bunch of random guys daddy just because you like that guy in that moment. And it's not even serious yet. So, wow. My point is, 90 Day Fiance, look at the people. There's like, you know this like good looking Brazilian lady and she's like hooking up with this schlubby, schlubby dude who is just, I feel bad for this guy. Honestly, like I go back and forth in my head. I'm like, do I hate her and feel bad for him? Or am I mad at him for being so stupid during all this? Or is there something wrong with him? Like, it's really hard to tell. I just, it's kind of a depressing show. My wife's been watching it. So I watch it with her and it's, uh... anyway, my point is that is a solid case though for America kicks ass <laughs> because these people are willing to put up with that and i mean that's the long game that's not like hey you want to be in this country you got to sleep with this person one time you got to have sex with them then it's like whoo one night okay i could do it this is like long game like hooking up living with them you know packing up all your stuff and coming here to be in these these americans a lot of them are not in like a good situation financially so it's not like these people are upgrading some 
amazing, you know, from like horrible to whatever. But so there, a lot of them are going from terrible, like third world to shitty in America, but shitty in America is like way better than where they're from. But there's also this lady on the season my wife's watching now from Indonesia and she's like rich in Indonesia, very rich, has car, like uh, drivers, maids, all that stuff, right? And the guy lives in Wisconsin, seems like a real nice guy, but he has, he like shares an apartment with his daughter and it's just, I don't know, her family is just like, this is not going to work. But I looked it up and they're still together. But she wants to be a doctor. She is a doctor in Indonesia, but she wanted to be a doctor in America because she, she says on the show, like, they can make a lot of money. So it's like, this lady might be playing some... Maybe they're in love. I don't know. Like, I, actually, they might be in love. Whatever. Okay, I'm not, now I'm just turning into a super big dick. But if anybody... If, you ever, if you're like a super big patriot, like, America, we're awesome, and you're arguing with somebody, and they're like, no, America sucks. Other places are better, Right? Throw in 90 Day Fiance and just see what their response is because I'm curious because that's a uh, that show says it all, man. That show is real and it says it all. 90 Day Fiance. All right, check the show notes if you want to get in contact with me or any links to anything. Uh, and subscribe to the YouTube page because I'll get the YouTube going soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to my daddy.